Welcome to episode 10 of the Shredding for Gold podcast. I'm your host, Emily Trepanier, and I'm happy to have you here and listening. Um, thank you so much for being here. Um, we are on to episode 10 of the Shredding for Gold podcast, and super happy to continuing to be able to do this podcast and bringing you all sorts of exciting information and interviewing lots of different people that are a part of my adventure and soon I'll be interviewing people who are also working towards similar goals and I'm excited to share their adventures with all of you the listeners so um super to have you here um for those who do not know me my name is Emily Trepanier I am a blind snowboarder who is working towards the Paralympics and you, if you are listening to this episode and have not heard of this podcast before, welcome aboard. Um, feel free to continue listening to this episode and then checking out previous episodes um, so of the podcast so you can catch up as well. Um, you can check them out um, a few different ways by either visiting the website www.wy excuse.com slash shredding for gold and there you can find the podcast and all the episodes that we have recorded um, thus far so you can feel free to listen to them there or you can ask your trusty assistant either google or alexa or whoever your assistant is to play the shredding for gold podcast on uh, either apple podcast or google podcasts um Feel free to check it out there, and when after you have checked it out, um, please, please, please leave us a review and uh, rating because we love to know how we're doing and how we can get better and how you guys are liking the podcast, and that way we can bring you more content that you are interested in, and yeah, it just it. Honestly, the reviews and the ratings really help us. It just gives us an idea of how people are enjoying our podcast and if we need to do things differently um, or if we just need to keep doing what we're doing. So uh, I really appreciate you taking just a few minutes of your time after you listen to the podcast and just especially if you're new and even if you've been listening from the very beginning, um, I would really appreciate you leaving either a rating or a review, or even better if you can leave both. Um, it, it, it honestly just really helps us. Um, yeah, so we're on to episode 10 of the Shredding for Gold podcast, and as you can probably tell by the intro music, um, we're getting close to um, not only the holidays, but also uh, winter season. Um, which for me is super duper exciting because winter is my season. It's when I do a lot of my racing, well, all of my racing because I'm a blind snowboarder athlete who's working towards the Paralympics. 
Um, but I also get to go uh, do lots of training at super fun places. Um, and originally it was places all across Ontario that I would get to do racing and training in. And now that I'm on the West Coast in BC, it's going to be places in British Columbia that I get to train on. So, um, super excited. Um, it's coming up so quickly and preparations are underway. I am very excited to get back on snow and to finally get back to racing because I haven't been able to race. Well, no one's been able to race since, uh, the whole pandemic hit in 2020. So, uh, I am beyond excited to get back to racing, um, and just getting back to more of a normal winter training schedule as well. And just gaining more comfort on the bigger mountains, uh, out here on the West coast of BC. Um, because yeah, that's, that's, how I'm going to continue working towards my ultimate goal of getting to the Paralympics is just gaining more experience and uh, riding on different terrain and bigger mountains that are steeper and more, uh, more like the um, just more different terrain and everything like that. So um, that's the only way to grow, right? Is just continually like working and um, getting past that whole comfort zone. Um, that's the only way to grow, right? Um, but yeah, I am super excited to get back on snow um, as well. Uh, the holidays are coming, so that's always super exciting. Um, yeah, so for this episode, it's we don't have anyone that I'm going to be interviewing in this episode. But I am in the process of getting more interviews set up for future episodes, so look forward to that. But this one, this episode is going to be kind of like a mixed bag episode. Um, There's a few things that I wanted to chat about, and then just a few things I wanted to let you guys know about. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how this episode is going to roll, so... um, Hopefully you enjoy it, and uh, we have exciting things ahead for this podcast that are in the works, and so I can't wait to um, share it with all of you guys. So, um, so yeah, first things first, um, holidays are coming, um, so I'm actually going to be heading back to Ontario for the holiday season. I'm excited to see family and friends that I haven't seen in for quite some time definitely over a year since I've seen um uh some of them and in some cases I haven't seen them for almost two years so um that'll be fun um so with that I just wanted to let you know um their podcast I will be in I am working on interviewing more people so um but just as a bit of a heads up um, if you by chance don't see a new episode one week, um, never fear, we are still alive and well and still definitely recording, but with the holiday season, it does, it is going to get busy, so, um, you might not see an episode every week, but we'll definitely get an episode out, we'll try to do an episode like every other week, 
Uh, and then coming up to the winter season, um, it's likely going to be every other week as well. Um, I am planning on and working towards getting some pre-recorded episodes um, uh, recorded. Um, so that's kind of like my goal in the next for the next few weeks is to get a few episodes pre-recorded so that we have uh, so that we have some episodes that can be put up um, without me having to do as much of work in the winter time. So not as much recording in the winter time. But I, that doesn't mean that I won't be recording. It just means I um, won't be recording. Uh, weekly like I'm doing right now so um but we are I'm, we're gonna do our best to do an episode every other week that is the plan for going forward uh for the holiday season and for the winter season because uh both of those times super super busy for me but I do want to keep this uh podcast alive so that is kind of my plan and that's I'm putting it out to all of you so I can be accountable. So it'll work. Um, um, it's definitely going to work. So uh, just I wanted to let you all know that so uh, that you guys just know so that you guys have a heads up because uh, I like to keep my listeners informed and everyone else informed. So um, yeah, but um, um, either way, I'm very excited for the upcoming holidays. Um, when I'm back in Ontario, we're actually planning on doing uh, an on-hill team starfish reunion. So I plan on getting some uh, recording footage from that event because that's going to be lots of fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing a good chunk of the hill team uh, and being back on snow with them. Uh, playing in the powder at our home hill at Bowler Mountain. I'm super duper hoping that they will be open and we'll be able to have some fun in the snow. Um, Weather gods, come on, cooperate with us and with the bowler team so they can get it open. Because it would be super fun to be doing some shredding with the old team back in Ontario. Uh, And yeah, we'll definitely get some footage, uh, audio footage from that. Um, And it'll be put on the podcast um, as part of one of the episodes and also I'm planning to meet up with the Ontario gym coaches as well so I'm planning on doing some audio footage from those that as well Um, so you've already met both Steve and Paul on the previous podcast podcast episode um i believe it was episode one and episode three if i'm not mistaken (laughs) um i think it was episode three i think definitely episode one for meeting steve and episode uh and then episode three believe one second I'm just gonna double check uh definitely episode one for meeting Steve and oh actually episode one for meeting Steve McRae and then episode four for meeting Paul Tavares so 
uh, yeah, so I'm definitely super excited to be um, meeting up with them again. So, and as I, as I said before, I plan on getting some audio recording from that because that's always fun. Um, we're planning on doing uh, a bit of an FRC stretch review with uh, Coach Steve because it's always good to review that and I kind of want to get a bit of feedback from him and I just have a few questions about it. Um, and I'm also planning on getting some FST done uh, by Coach Paul so uh, that'll be really neat for you guys to sort of experience. Um, I'm just thinking about how that's the, uh, how we'll work that audio, but I will figure it out, because I think that'd be kind of neat for you guys to, like, hear. Maybe I'll get him to, like, explain what he's doing, so. And then just a little bit more about, um, FSC, because, uh, Coach Paul has done it, uh, with me in Ontario, and now Coach Gotti here in BC is, has taken over my FST, so, um, but Coach Paul back in Ontario has agreed to do um, some FST for me, uh, while I'm back in Ontario, uh, just to make sure my, um, muscles are properly recovered from jet lag and flying, because athlete muscles do not like flying, and sometimes they get really cranky and tight after flying, so, um, but the FST definitely really helps, and just, like, the extra stretching that I'll be doing, um, it definitely really helps, so, but I thought it would be super cool to get both uh, and some of the audio recording from that FRC stretch review and from that FST stretch uh, treatment sessions and, and then get it uh, on the podcast as well. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, there's the holidays. And then, yeah, so that's that's gonna be super fun. I'm also planning on interviewing uh, some of the family that has been very super supportive of my goal of getting to the Paralympics. Um, so you'll get to meet them and hear from them. And then you'll also hear about something that's I think is super cool that has been really developing. Um, uh, something that my family has taken on especially my mom and my oldest sister, uh, they've taken on, and as well as my stepdad, Jim, uh, has taken this on, this task as well, to help with uh, getting some more funding to help me with my uh, upcoming race and training costs. So I'm not going to go into too much detail because I kind of want them to talk more about that. So it's a, it's, but it's really cool how it's been developing, uh, this, it's really neat, um, uh, and they kind of came up with it on their, their own, and it's, it's, it's really taking off now, and I'm super excited and super grateful that they're doing this for me to help me out, so every little bit helps, right, so, um, you'll get to learn more about that, um, and you'll be able to, like, uh, you'll be able to learn more about it, but also, like, get a sneak peek of what's coming up for that as well, and how you can support, uh, how you can support that, and, 
uh, yeah. So more information about that. I'm trying to be uh, a bit vague about that right now. I'm sorry if it doesn't quite make sense, but um, bear with me. Uh, future episodes coming soon about that, and so more details about that. Um, but it's it's either way, it's super 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 uh, exciting. <laughs> um, so yeah, you'll hear from the family because um, I. I would love to interview them. Um, I haven't decided uh, if I'm going to interview them separately, if I'll do them like as a joint uh, interview, but um, that'll come. Uh, you'll see. Um, I have some ideas already in my head, but um, we'll see how it transpires and how it works out. So I'll be back in Ontario for a few weeks, and then I'll be back out here after the holidays and we'll be jumping right into uh winter race and training season so that's super duper exciting um i already have my uh training schedule so that's super awesome um waiting to hear about the race schedule but that should be coming out soon um uh but yeah, definitely excited to get back into racing. Definitely a little bit of nerves because it's like brand new mountains for me. But at the same time, I am super, super excited to get back into racing because it's almost been two years since I've gone to a race. So I am super excited. I'm also super excited to meet my new coaches and guides uh, who I should be meeting soon. And I am planning on bringing them on to the podcast to let you guys meet the hill coaches as well um once i get to know them a little bit more and once i once we establish a bit more um but yeah definitely look forward to that episode as well where you'll get to meet the the hill coaches and guides and hear from them as well um that should be awesome too um yeah so very busy um times coming up for me but it's very exciting uh, very excited to make my return to um, the mountains. I can't say hills because these are mountains. <laughs> um, and definitely very excited to get back into racing as well. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so we've talked about the holidays. We've talked about how winter race and training season is coming up. And now I kind of want to go into... Uh, uh, athlete recover. I want to chat about that. Uh, I want to chat about athlete recovering now because um, that's a big piece of uh, that's a big piece piece for an athlete. Um, but so yeah, I kind of want to touch on that, and that's um, that's also uh, I want to touch on that for a few reasons um, because we are planning on getting um, my. Uh, new my RMC on he the podcast, and so I figure if that's that's coming up, so I figured that's a good time to like sort of uh, introduce a bit more of what that entails for recovery for an athlete such as myself. Um, so I figured that'd be a good segue into that because um, that's going to be coming up soon um, once we finished that recording um but yeah I kind of and 
I also wanted to talk about that because I will be bringing on, starting, going to be starting to bring on the uh, BC coaches here. Um, and one of my gym coaches is actually, um, actually does and helps with uh, my recovery as well uh, for an athlete as he is doing my uh, FSD treatments now. So um, I figured this would be great a great segue into those because they'll be coming up soon on the podcast. So um, yeah, I just want to touch on that. And so athlete recovery, it's a huge thing. Um, all of us have to, as athletes, um, we go through that all the time. We have to do recovery. Um, training is intense, so recovery is incredibly important for an athlete. Um, and not only is it because training is intense, but also recovery can be uh, recovering from or rehabbing uh, any injuries that us athletes may get because it's bound to happen no matter how hard we try to stay safe while training hard. Um, injuries are going to happen, and that happens to all of us athletes. Um, I've had a few injuries myself. I'm actually rehabbing a bit of an injury right now that I uh, got a few weeks ago. Um, so injuries, they as annoying as they are, um, it's just, it's part of being an athlete. You're going to get injured and that's okay, but it's important to like have, uh, strategies and procedures in place that will help you with recovering from either an injury or just a really tough week of training. So it's super duper important and, um, super important to, for the athlete to have uh, recovery tools and procedures in place to help you as an athlete because you don't have those recovery tools and strategies in place. Um, it's going to be a lot harder for you to train and to continue your training. Um, so super, super important. Um, so for me as an athlete, I have a registered massage therapist and RMP. Um, that's what I'm going to be referring to from here on forth. So registered massage therapist, um, if you hear me say RMT, that's what I mean. Um, so I have a registered massage therapist on my team. Um, I've had one for the last few years. I had, I had one in Ontario. Um, and honestly, um, they are amazing to have on your team. Um, they get to know your they get to know your body and how your muscles work and they just get to know you so that um if an injury does occur or if they can tell that something's getting tight they can work on loosening those muscles or give you um different like exercises or strategies to help you um take care of those tighter muscles that are a bit more um prone to getting injured so they are a god like they honestly they are amazing um and I'm so happy to have an RMT uh, as part of my support team that helps with recovery um 
So I've had my current RMT, Dylan, um, since the end of June. So he's getting to know my muscles now. And so when I had the injury to my wrist a few weeks ago, um, um, he has definitely been helping a lot to help get that this wrist back up to where it should be. Um, without the RMT, it would be a lot harder for it. The recovery would be a lot harder and um, still doable, but it would be so much harder. And I'm so grateful to have um, an RMT a part of my team. Um, and so many athletes, regardless of the sport that you're doing, they often have RMTs a part of their team. Um, it's it uh, just helps speed up recovery so much more. Um, so I have an RMT on my support team. I also have um, a coach that knows uh, FST, and so that's fascial stretch therapy. And if you listen back to the episode where I was interviewing Paul Tavares. Um, you'll know a little bit about what FST is. Um, So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely after you're done listening to this episode, go back to episode three when I interview, no, episode four, sorry, when I interview Paul Tavares, and you'll learn a little bit more about what uh, FST is. But that has been super amazing and the short answer that I'll give you right now is that it's essentially uh, manual therapy. So the therapist brings your muscles and helps just like stretch out um, the fascia in all of your muscles um, by different like movements. They can like move around your li- like limbs and muscles and it just helps lubricate all of the fascia and just gets things moving, uh, uh, gets things moving better. So that's a very short and, uh, concrete answer, but, um, definitely if you want to learn more about what FST is, uh, definitely check out episode four where Paul Tavares, who is my coach back in Ontario, um, he's done quite a bit of FST on me and, I'll also be bringing on Coach Scotty soon, who is here in BC, who's now doing my FST here in BC, and I'm sure he'll talk more about that as well. So, um, so yeah, I do have an RMT. I have a coach who knows FST. Now, for FST, not all athletes have, um, not all athletes do uh, FST treatment. Um, honestly, it varies on. It varies for each athlete, their treatment plan. Um, But for me, um, I really enjoy having both RMT and FSD a part of my treatment and recovery plan. I I feel like they complement each other and they actually work together nicely. Um, And it just kind of... guess you could say it kind of gives me a little bit more of a recovery edge. I feel like my muscles respond well to both the RMT and the FST. So um, I really enjoy having both of those part of my uh, recovery uh, 
part of my recovery plan. Uh, and so, okay, so I've talked about RMP, I've talked about FST, and now I want to talk about some of the things that I do here at home. Um, so, obviously, you do lots of training at the gym, at the mountain, and on the ocean. So, at home, I obviously have to do stuff. So, at home, I have a bunch of different resources that I use for helping my muscles recover. So some of the things that I use uh, are foam rollers and lacrosse balls um, to help do some soft fascia muscle massage release on any tight muscles that I have. Um, so I use that a lot and I will link a website that sort of talks a little bit more about soft tissue muscle uh, self massage um but the short like i would say if you want to google it i would say look up trigger point massage um you'll find a lot of information on that um and it's mainly like targeting muscles that are tight and working through that tightness to help loosen those muscles which is like getting muscles lubricated and moving a little bit better um so i use lacrosse balls tennis balls foam rollers for that um so i use that for trigger point massage at home i also have uh, a vast resource of various stretches that i can do for all of my muscles that i have learned over the past several years uh both in ontario and in bc that i can use so i kind of play around with uh, I don't do the same stretches every week, um, and sometimes I will do the same stretches every day, uh, every week, um, but doing the same stretches every week, uh, 24-7 is not, it's not, um, it's not advisable because your muscles will start to, like, um, your muscles will start, um, your muscles will, um, they'll start like they'll start not responding as well because you're doing the same stretching day after day after day so I like to switch it up um there's a few that I sort of do that I tend to do a lot more than others but I also know that I need to switch things up um and it also depends also when how muscles are feeling as well um if I know that certain muscles are a little bit more tighter or need a little bit more TLC, then I'll be sure to um, include stretching that can help give those muscles the, uh, the extra TLC that they, they require during that week or during that period of time. Um, so yeah, I have a vast, uh, large uh, list of stretches that I have learned that I pull out different ones depending on how things are feeling and what we're doing and just what my muscles need. Um, again, I've learned from uh, both coaches back in Ontario and then also coaches here in BC as well. So, um, and I've got a lot of them written down or I also pull them from like my, my head as well. So. Uh, as you can probably imagine, I have a really good memory. So, um, and then we're also like 
fine tuning the stretches. So, like, um, we'll do, like, stretch reviews at the gym or uh, during yoga. We'll do, like, stretch reviews to see, like, how things are going and if we need to tweak things or I need, like, clarification on, like, different stretches. Um, we'll do reviews to make sure that things are running smoothly. Um, so, yeah. We have RMP. We have FST. We have at-home resources um as well as my at-home resources with like my old cross ball tennis ball um uh, foam roller i also have a scraping massage tool now that i can use for um helping muscles recover uh just like bringing blood flow to different muscles to help them recover after uh intense training sessions so just started using that a little while ago um, still learning how to, uh, use that and, like, uh, how to use that and making sure that I'm using it properly, but it's coming along nicely, and I already started noticing some, uh, need improvements, um, how, like, muscles are recovering, so it's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, lots of different stretching, and as well, I have things that I can do, like, contrast therapy, and so that's like using hot and cold water for different periods of time to help, um, to help just help relax muscles and help them recover. So right now, because I have the wrist injury, I've been doing lots of contrast therapy around my wrist and my forearm. And that's, that helps soothe, um, that really helps soothe the muscles and just like helps them calm down, um, I find that to be very helpful. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that right now. Um, so yeah, lots of different like resources that I can use to, for helping with recovery. Um, and as you probably are aware, if you are an athlete or if you're not aware, um, there's no one way to recover as an athlete. Um, it's sort of like trial and error, see what works, keep the things that work. If something isn't working for recovery, then definitely explore different options for recovery. Um, but yeah, there's no one way or set way for athletes to recover. They have like different, there's things out there that say how, like different strategies for athletes to recover, but, um, every athlete's body is going to be different, right? So, um, what might work for one athlete may not necessarily work for another athlete. So, um, training, uh, for me, training, um, uh, there's been lots of, like, lots of trial and error for recovery. Um, so we just, and honestly, it's, it's, it's a, it's an ongoing work in progress and it's a continually working through that seeing what works and what isn't working so um but yeah and so that's that's what what's gonna work for myself as an athlete to recover may not necessarily work for another athlete to recover they might have a different idea so but either way athlete recovery is incredibly important um and another thing to add for athlete recovery uh, I know I listed all the at-home resources, but just, like, getting out for, like, walks 
and like just getting out and moving around it honestly really helps for recovery as well just getting things moving around and getting out and walking and it's also really good darling loves getting out and walking and stuff and playing and everything and that honestly every little bit helps for recovery so um yeah that's kind of what I wanted to touch on for athlete recovery so um I think that's it for this coming this episode um hopefully you guys enjoyed it I plan on adding some links um to give you some more information because I know I did a lot of talking about different things and you might be interested in learning more about these um you might be interested in learning about what I've talked about more so I did some brief descriptions but um if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me uh at yahoo.ca or leave a comment or on the podcast and we'll be sure to reach out uh I just want a big shout out to my podcast producer Maxwell Ivy Jr., who is the blind blogger on the internet, for being an amazing podcast producer. You are doing an amazing job uh, and conquering through technical issues like a champ. So, thank you so much. Uh, fingers crossed your new laptop arrives soon, because um, I know that's going to make things on your end a lot easier. So, keeping my fingers crossed, but keep doing what you're doing, Max. Well, you are doing amazing and also just another big shout out to those great people at Blueberry for helping with uh, keeping our podcast online and any sort of technical issues that might arise uh, with the podcast you guys are doing awesome as well from the sounds of things and yeah uh, so big shout out to both of you guys and just wanted to mention the some exciting news uh the team starfish website uh www.teamstarfish.ca is now online and live and we are doing a total revamp of the website so for those of you who know that we had a website before same website um it's you're gonna notice big changes on the website it's and we're continuing to work on the website so um but the website is up and live now for you guys to check out and just know that we are in the midst of doing a huge uh update on the website so um check back often to that website um because we're adding lots of super fun cool things to the website so be sure to check it out uh and i'll link it We'll be sure to link it to the podcast, www.teamstarfish.ca. And also be sure, again, to check out the the podcast uh, website. And that can be reached at www.wyexcuse.com slash shredding for gold. And if you are listening and wanting to uh, make your own podcast, please reach out to the WY Excuse Network um um dot com and we'll be happy to uh help you create your podcast especially um we're looking for people uh who would like to create a podcast who have uh some sort of disability or related to disability 
Um, we're looking to grow the WI Excuse Network, so because that's what the WI Excuse Network is. Uh, it's a network to help uh, to help showcase and to help showcase podcasters like like me. And so we're definitely looking for new podcast shows to add to the WI Excuse Network. So check out the wixcusenetwork.com and if you're interested in making a website, uh, making a podcast, sorry, uh, definitely reach out. All right, guys, that's it for me for this episode of Shredding for Gold. We will see you next time on the Shredding for Gold podcast. This has been Emily, and this has been episode 10. Later!